2: Good afternoon, everyone, and thank you for joining us on today's broadcast of Medianomics. A friend of Megagoria is out of town right now at the moment uh, following the events of the July events. He was with Maria for some time uh, and is just now getting uh, back to Caritas, and so um, today he is still uh, absent from the studio. However, we still will have him on the air here. But to begin, first of all, uh, is is kind of... Uh, a little bit different from the regular radio wave broadcasts. Of course, the second of the month and the 25th of the month are days that a friend of Medjugorje will share with us the message that Our Lady gives specifically that day and its context for that time. And usually, uh, it's within the context of something that happens in recent history to kind of give us a, a better understanding of, of placing that message uh, into the the worldview, so to speak uh... of that t- of the time and of course these are timeless and these messages can always be applied in any in any regard in any aspect but in the book it ain't gonna happen uh, in the back of the book we have a glossary that was put back there we have a, a, a definition for megenomics, and the definition in it ain't gonna happen says uh... for megenomics that the the is the placing of the messages of our lady of medjugorje as a template over issues of economics finances, debt, and common everyday issues to be interpreted with guidance for a biblical worldview through the messages of Our Lady of Medjugorje. So that's kind of a a catch-all of taking the messages of Our Lady in their context and and placing them over an issue, be it economics, be it family, whatever the case may be, not not tied specifically to a message, say like the 2nd of the month and the 25th of the month. And so I can personally testify that many of times We've sat in the studio here with a friend of Medjugorje and he's asked, what are we going to talk about? And uh, I can tell you, uh, Joan and myself, both of us, we just look at each other usually and say, we don't know. I mean, if you're the host, if you don't know, we certainly don't know what you're going to speak about. And and he has always, a friend of Medjugorje, has always wanted to leave the content up to the Holy Spirit. Now, we're we're going to play a segment uh, that I'll explain in just a second here, but uh, Frank, I think you are joining us on the line right now, and I believe that you probably, like the rest of the community here, are uh, taking these days and spending some time to try to at least begin to absorb uh, the, the grace and the beauty of these apparitions that we were just present in, uh, receiving Our Lady throughout the course of uh, July 1st through the 5th, uh, several smiles of Our Lady that were special graces for us and also the message that Our Lady gave to the community on the last day where she said, I give you my love, you give this love to others. And so uh, we have been spending the last few days in retreat just trying to to absorb this time, coming off such a time that was so busy for us, uh, but trying to, to gain uh, somewhat of a grasp of this, and I'm sure that you're probably doing the same.
3: Well, yes, it was uh, the most incredible pilgrimage. I knew that there was, I knew uh, because of the grace of uh, happening to show up on Good Friday what was going to be unveiled, and um, it was really uh, more than than we had anticipated. Our lady had done some um, very special things there. Uh, you know, her message spoke louder than words. She gave two apparitions in one day on the day that she always uh, comes with a profound message for the vigil of the birth of the United States, and um, it was just uh, just an awesome time, and it, it, it confirmed what we talked about that pilgrimages are so important that uh, you can be in the light of Our Lady's seat of wisdom and learn things. There's no other possible way you can learn them. The Bible says we're sent abounds, grace abounds, all the more, and we're living in the greatest. Times of grace in the history of the world, and these pilgrimages are so important, and they'll become exceedingly more important—the pilgrimages to Caritas in the future now, because of what a friend of Maggiore and the community has
2: done. Now, one thing that we're going to do for today's broadcast is we're going to we're going to jump to uh, a talk that a friend of Maggiore gave during the five days. Now. Uh, the reason why I, bring, why I brought up about the Holy Spirit in the beginning is because I've not listened to this segment. The inti- I've just kind of just checked and pulled the segment from one of his talks. So we're going to leave it up to the Holy Spirit to speak to us uh, through his words and, of course, these words that were given uh, in a talk that a friend of Medjugorje gave on July 4th, uh, 2013, Thursday, July 4th, 2013, here at Caritas before thousands of pilgrims. And uh, we'll just kind of just leave it at that. And then when we come back, uh, Frank uh, will be back on the line with us again here. So, uh, so this is a friend of Medjugorje at Caritas, Alabama, July 4th, 2013.
4: Nothing can change. Nothing unless you're willing to change. Many people are here for the spouses. They're here for their children. They're here for others. They're here for the country more so than they're here for the self. That's what already told me when she came. I've been praying for our nation. We were shocked, literally shocked and stunned that our lady chose the bedroom of apparitions, at that time just the bedroom. We didn't even understand it. Only one apparition out of three months at the tree that she chose herself. Thanksgiving Day, the day, the only day this country gives thanksgiving to Providence, to God the Father. What about Christmas? All nations celebrate that. This is a singular celebration of Thanksgiving. Our Lady chose that day. And it took us several years after Our Lady left to realize, you want to save your nation? You've been praying for that? Then you need to look at yourself. And where does self come from? Conception of the bed. The family. As I bore Jesus in my womb, I wish to bear you into holiness. Nothing will change until you get this principle. As you've often heard me say, we have no economic problem, we have a moral problem. And it starts with me. A lady told us recently, things will change. Referencing once you change. Change. Who wants to be preached at? Who wants to be told what the Bible says? Who wants to be told how to be good? If that individual themselves will not walking in the light, not that they're not sinners, not that they'll fail, but that they believe in God's word, they listen to it and they carry it out. We've waited 27 years for this message of June 2nd I as mother, desire, or I desire, as a mother, that you be in a community, one single people, who listen to the word of God and carries it out. That's simply what Caritas community is. We want to carry it out until we are exhausted, till we have nothing left in us, until we emptied. Our lady recently said, love yourself so that you can love others. When you do for self, or you're out shopping all day, or you're doing things you want to do, you don't come home feeling great about yourself. But if you're out and you make a point to give, help people, you do something, you go to the soup kitchen you come back you feel good about yourself why because it's not pointed to you it's pointed outward to others I saw a bumper sticker that said yesterday clothe thy neighbor I thought wow love thy neighbor if you love thy neighbor you clothe thy neighbor and I don't say we have poverty in this country in many places they claim they do We're going to experience it, though. Life as we know it is not going to stay this way. And you're going to see serious poverty, starvation, and death. Because it's consequences of years of sin. And so Our Lady came for this purpose, to show us, to prepare us, to give us a fiber of the early Christians, who are the only ones in Rome who would help the dying pagans. And the pagans saw this. What kind of people are these? They're hungry themselves. And so when our lady wanted to come, she couldn't. God wouldn't let her. Jesus wouldn't let her. And finally, a crucifix is placed in a jar of pig urine upside down in New York. 1979. That wouldn't have happened 75 years ago. There'd been a museum tore up. That's not Christian, then Jesus sinned in the temple. He made the whip. There's a, there's a line in the sand you don't cross. And we were so weak that the most we did was mutter some disgust about it and went on about our business. Time was up and it was over. 2,000 years of Christianity. And that happens to the crucifix, and not one Christian had the fiber to go stand up and stop it. Even if they had to go there and yank it out of there and tear it up. We have people sitting in movie theaters, listening to God's name being profaned and used in vain, when the atheist next to you wouldn't allow you to talk to his father or his mother about that in that way. And you're paying that actor by a percentage of your ticket to go in there to listen to that. You don't like it, but you sit there. Our right, ladies come to show us some things that really choke us. Of our guilt. And yet we don't even see it. Time was up. June 24th. 6:39 p.m. One minute later, things would change. But this didn't happen. Our lady begged, "Please, let me come. No. God the Father, please, let me come to the Earth and save the children. No. Who else will do it? I've given them everything. Look what they did to your son's crucifix. cross. How long must I tolerate these people? Oh yes, God's a merciful God. He's lenient. But don't you think he was merciful and lenient up to 1979 through the 60s when they were carrying in the streets, God is dead on the placards and the riots, the filth, the revolutions of the flesh, to be liberated, to do whatever you want to do. That was judgment moment. And so Mariana asked for her sign, a sign to prove the apparitions, why they're here. It was nothing. It took me years to understand what that sign was. I had to pray, because it was silliest. first when I saw it. Why would God give such a sign? I had to Mariana repeatedly ask, our lady finally gives Mariana a sign. And what happens is I watch turns backwards because there was no more time. Time was up June 24th 1981. God's visitation was upon us and it wasn't the Virgin Mary. Avon said, had a lady not come, the world would have destroyed itself. He's recently said we're having a lot of conversations together. He's in the know. He's talking to somebody who does know that and can say that, and we better believe it if we believe she's appearing. We're not on borrowed time. Your time was up, my time was up for the world. When the ark door was closed, time was over. God didn't decide that day, okay, now I'm going to bring the flood. It was decades before. Three decades and more, God decided what was going to happen. And she's building an ark. You better get on it. And the ark is her mantle. Get underneath it. And get underneath it quickly. In fullness. Not partially. Not because some people have offended or your family won't let you. You have to pray. Everything is at risk. Everything is at the point. And it's she who said, please, Jesus, let me go to the earth to the children. Mother, I can't wait another day longer. Then let me go clean up, son, the mess. And that's what she's here for, covered with ashes, with work clothes on, not a brilliant gown every day, but gray, a color of servitude in a mantle her dress. I'm here to work. It's not a piece of cake. Last night in consecration, I feel, even more so than last, three consecrations, this consecration being accepted in a special way. Consecrations mean something. There's power in that. The visionaries told us once you're consecrated to Our Lady, once you're consecrated to the heart of Jesus, Satan hates you and he can't have you. He'll make your life miserable because you're an enemy. There's enmity between her seed and your seed and her offspring and his offspring, the devil. So don't think when you convert, everything's going to go great. It's just the opposite. Because you need purification, you need suffering, you need trials, you need difficulties. Our lady say that even now when a two rain was falling on the crops, destroying the grapes, they worked all year for it in the harvest, and it's tough over there. They carry water to it in a bucket. Very difficult growing their crops. Our lady says, even now at this moment, God wants to test you through your daily chores. We see things here working perfectly fine. And we just see these angels. We already know what they do. They have a monkey wrench or or, a wrench and they drop it all in the gears, break some teeth, and everything goes crazy. Not because God wants that to happen. He wants to see what our reaction is. Are we going to remain in peace? Are we going to remain in joy? And they said from the brave room, be joyful carriers of the cross. How quick do you try to get away from the woman at the grocery store or the neighbor when she starts complaining about our problems? No one will will be around that. Even if she's Christian. There's an old woman where we stay in the Pachyon in Mezogoy called Mama Draga, Papa Piero. Their son is Goyko. I've known Goyko. That's where all our pilgrims stay there. I passed on the street and often they want me to drink their coffee and I can't do it. <laughs> so I was grateful to God that I passed her on the street because I knew she would be trying to make me drink this stuff with coffee grounds in it. <laughs> and she started. I said, "Mama Dragon, how are you?" She says, "Oh, mama, 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 my knee, my arm, and and and." But she looks, She looked off distant. And she loves. It. She loves our family. She's seen my kids grow up. And we are an uh, affinity with her in a special way. But I felt I was supposed to spend more time there in the street the other day in down that I usually do. And she looked off in the distance and I could see she was like distance. And you never know why you feel certain you're supposed to do it. Spend that time of charity because I really didn't want to do it. And we got caught 1.30 in the morning and she died. Our lady says, your life does not belong to you but belong to others to bring them to salvation. And that may be an old woman in the streets that you've heard the story 25 times that you need to listen. And I love myself because I did something that was not necessarily what I wanted to do, but I gave of self. Had I not done that, I wouldn't love myself right now. Because I remembered, I walked away and said, hey, mama, do I got by? The proverbial saying, if you're depressed, go out and do something for someone else, means just that. It wipes away depression. Quit living for self. Live for others entirely. Mary never, according to Mariana, put herself first. Try that for one day. One day. So don't think our lady's coming here to just teach us some simple messages. And she's got nothing to say. And she's saying the same old thing. I cringe when I hear people see that because I. Say, How long have you been going to Medjugorje? Twenty years. You know nothing. Last night in that field, our lady came with light. Marianus, or rather Ivan says, Our Lady lives in and the light of the sun." Maria sees three flashes. She can be looking down. She'll see the flash. right here she knows to look up, that Our lady's there. I spoke to her at the moment of the apparition when saying something to her, and she sees it and turns around. Maria sees her with 12 stars around her head. And she comes to do battle with the dragon. August 2nd, 1981. I repeat it till you get it. A great struggle is about to unfold between my son and Satan, human soldier state. This is a battle. This woman's come. And she's Roman of Revelations. Scripturally. A great sign appeared in the sky. where she come from? 12 stars about her head, clothes of the sun, the moon underneath the feet. We will experience tonight something biblical. And that's why she's saying, this is my time. She won it in 1979. She got it at 640, June 24th, 1981. And as I said the other day, Abraham got down to five people and couldn't save Sodom. She started with one more, six people, and saved them and the village and the nation's not come by the millions. She's going to save Sodom, but she's also leaving Sodom to save the people of Sodom. And the rest will collapse. We're not going to escape purification we're not going to walk through everything. It's going to be nice and go back to normal. Our normal is abnormal to people 100 years ago. Even the most walking Christians, the faith, live in an abnormal way, expose themselves to things that they could never imagine 100 years ago. Our Lady really came right before the super technology came along, because there's no fax machines. That happened in 1988, 87, right in that period. We didn't even know what a fax machine was. Right, I had to get grounded in that village. The time, I couldn't wait any another day longer. Jesus couldn't because time was over. We had people so connected and so disconnected from heaven. Many of you here are. You're wired. You've got to disconnect from technology. You've got to disconnect from the world to see what you need to see. Otherwise, you won't. That's what the song just said. Help me to see what my eyes cannot see. So our ladies come to illuminate, not to condemn. You'll condemn yourself. You'll see how stupid you are. I was speaking in, um, I think the last one was, maybe it was Arizona, and this lady came in. She's in her 40s. She's been married. She had a secret to secretly go there. Her husband didn't know she was there. She read that fired the first shot a week before that. She was a leftist. She voted for Obama two terms. She's voted for every kind of cause there was. For some reason, she read the book. She said, "She says I cannot believe after reading this book, how stupid I am." Total transformation. A car liberal, leftist for everything you'd be opposed to, and changed just like this. She said she had to be there without her husband knowing because he's the same way. He would die knowing what she had just happened to her. Miracles are waiting for you if you change. And this is the guiding principle of what i is showing us to change this country. It's the only way to do that.
2: And that was a friend of Goria from July 4th, 2013, at uh, Caritas, Alabama. Again, this is a segment that we just kind of picked randomly and uh, profound uh, the direction that he gives in uh, such a short uh, period of time and this is the kind of life this is the kind of direction that our lady will give you if you're willing to place your life into her hands and to be guided by the messages and so that is again that's the purpose of radio wave medionomics is to is to help you and culturalize those messages uh, into your life frank
3: yeah i could you know uh, say a simple truth that it, it took me years of conversion really to understand and. And the example that I'll use is uh, a friend that went to Medjugorje with Caritas used to call me all the time when silver would drop below $30, and they'd be um, upset or, you know, at least concerned and, uh, you know, would ask me to explain it. And then she went on a pilgrimage with Caritas to Medjugorje, and she understood perfectly. Uh, I think she met somebody that uh, she was just astounded at the airport how well he understood if he was Eastern European. And um, it turned out he didn't have television. And so the, your, your journey of conversion will help you see things that the world can't see. And I'm going to share with you a very simple truth. And, and as we said in the beginning, your most efficacious and shortcut, if you will, to conversion is pilgrimages. And these pilgrimages can leap you forward, advance you in your conversion. Uh, but the simple truth is, is that Jesus and Philip, like uh, we were sitting with 5,000 people that came to sit at the feet of Our Lady, we're talking in John 6, 7, and Philip says to Jesus, when Jesus says that people are getting hungry, and we even had a homily on this where Father said it was probably 10,000 people, probably 5,000 men, and Philip says to Jesus, when Jesus says the people are hungry, he says 200 denarii would not feed this many people. And certainly that was less than 20 ounces of pure silver. It was a Roman-controlled emperor, and uh, Jerusalem was uh, occupied by the Romans. It was certainly a tyrannical government, and certainly they had debased currency. So when you think of... uh, you know, Jesus' friends there, they had affluence, and Philip knew who they were. that they couldn't gather 20 ounces of silver. That was how much, how much money it was. And then most of the people that call me worrying about the price have more than 200 ounces. Imagine that. Um, imagine how much that would be in any other time. And, and they worry about this. I don't care if the price is $10,000 in fiat money. It's inappropriate. So what difference does it make? Almost anyone listening to the show could get twenty ounces of pure silver, and in addition to that, or, or infinitely more than that, as a friend of Metzger was talking, that you want to be under our lady's mantle. What do you think the miraculous metal is going to do for us? And what do you think the miraculous metal is going to do for those that you share it with, either for goods and services for bonuses for tips to the waitress or to gifts um, or whatever you want to use them for to spread the carrying of the miraculous metal. You may use them in bulk to purchase land. But this is what Our Lady's teaching us. Go into Scripture and find it, the message in there for you. And this is, this is clear, simple logic, but obviously the world can't hear it because not one-tenth of one percent of Americans that are having anything to do with precious metals, let alone silver. And uh, that truth is so simple. What else would you want to be invested in? What else can you get your head around for the true value is? We know what the true value of 20 ounces was because sacred scripture tells us that it was a tremendous amount of money, more than they could have gathered with Five thousand people and influential funds certainly there.
2: And for those of you who may be joining us for the very first time, uh, a friend of Medjugorje designed the miraculous metal Medjugorje silver uh, round, which its purpose, uh, of course, is not was wasn't to make you rich. It wasn't really for for any other reason except to secure your your present means of exchange that you have, your money, your investments for one K's, retirement plans, anything uh, that is ver- is it's subject to uh, the volatile market. Uh, of the the economic system that we're in which is a very fragile system and you heard a friend of medjugorje just say under the judgment of god and the purpose of the miraculous metal medjugorje around was to for you to be able to secure your means uh, temporarily until you are able to get to a more simpler way of life and he quoted the message in the segment that we played about uh, the the june second message where Our lady says i desire for you i as a mother desire for you to be in a community of one single people where the Word of God is is listened to and carried out. So, uh, again, a lot of that is covered, in uh, it ain't going to happen, and in They Fired the First Shot 2012, which are both available on Medjugorje.com. They're also available on Amazon.com as well. But uh, what Frank is referring to, again, is for those uh, people who have been connected to the messages and those who are, are looking to make a physical change in their life, towards a simpler way of life that Our Lady is leading us towards. And again, a friend of Jagorius referenced many times a life that is really for the future. And uh, those are not things that you can easily do just overnight. Those require steps that you have to take uh, right now. So, Frank, if they wanted to take those steps right now, how would they get in touch with you?
3: You can call us toll-free, 877-936-7686. You can email us at Investors at yahoo.com and our website is global silver dot
2: again this is a, a segment of course that we played from the july fourth two thousand thirteen talk that a friend of medjugorje gave before thousands of pilgrims here at uh, caritas alabama and uh, those five days are days that have been very blessed and all of you were remembered in prayer in a special way especially those of you who sent in your petitions on medjugorje com we presented your petitions before our lady uh, for uh, the, during the course of those ev- of this event, so uh, you are remembered in prayer uh, in a very special way. You will continue to be remembered in prayer. We ask that you please continue to remember us in your daily prayers and masses, and also with your financial support, uh, with uh, putting on an event like this, July 1st through the 5th. Uh, a friend of Mejigor has always believed that those who are willing to come of goodwill should be able to come without cost and so we don't charge registration fees to handle thousands of pilgrims and we cover the bill of everything from uh, from the people direct the sheriff's directing traffic to showers of primitive camping and everything that is that is put into an event like this uh these are things which uh Caritas covers for uh because a friend of Medjugorje wants everyone to be able to attend uh if if you have no money you don't have to spend money to be here and so that's why we've even offered the free primitive camping for people who were here throughout the July 1st to the 5th event so please remember us with your financial support you can always call us at 205 672 again two zero five six seven two two thousand and uh, just say that you would like to give a donation to help uh, uh, with the immediate need uh, for Caritas, especially for the July 1st through the 5th event, and uh, we would continue to remember you in our daily prayers. And so, on behalf of a friend of Mejigoria, Caritas of Birmingham, the community of Caritas, Medjugorje.com, and Radio Wave, we love you, and we wish you, Our Lady, goodbye.